This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You're going to ostracize me yes. from the group? What? Because we're rooting for the, the Lions? The power to do it. I bet you John Winthrop's rooting for the Lions. I don't care. He's out too. I actually wanted to be a paleontologist. I'll take John out. Great. Great. Good. And his many children. And don't call me to bail you out of jail. <laughs> you two idiots. I'd prefer to live in jail. I'll eat white bread and mashed potatoes with gravy on no, them. Not, not you know, it would be delicious. White bread and mashed potatoes. Tattoos yeah. all over my Good. face. I don't want to socialize with you guys. Right. It would be like the Olive Garden yourself. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What do you want to do in the, in I know, the final be hour? Fun. On 98.7 ESPN. Well, here we go. The big 9 o'clock hour. I'm rejuvenated. I'm alive. I'm effervescent. I got tennis on. Phone lines are open. 1-800-919-3776. Uh, in this hour, we have stuff you missed. In about 15 minutes, we have the Superbox Bonanza giveaway at some point later this hour. I don't know exactly what point, but at some point later this hour. On Knicks and Nets in action tonight, way out west at Barclays. Yeah, western they're, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah they're going to they're gonna take uh, take on Brooklyn. Uh, you know, both teams were 13-10 and 10 at one point this year. And Knicks are, what, now 26-17? and 17? Going in opposite directions. And the Nets are completely falling apart. Uh, the Nets, yeah. Not going well for the Nets. There's some question as to whether or not Hard- uh, Isaiah Hardenstein will play tonight, but uh, Knicks are 26 and 17. Brooklyn right now is 17 and 25, and, and both were 13 and 10. Yeah, Nets had a big one. I remember in Phoenix, and have really so they're what four and 15 in their last 19 games. Well, and then you had the whole, you know, not playing anyone, only played Mikael Bridges to keep a streak alive, which then, honestly is disgusting. It's disgusting. I think there are certain teams that can do that. And then there are certain teams that shouldn't do that. The Lakers can do it. Well, not now the Lakers can. Well, all right, so so let's think. Boston, Milwaukee, teams like that. Can get, but they don't. Uh, no, but I think, I listen, I I understand why. They're the Sixers with Joel Embiid. Sure. Like, there are certain players that you want to make sure that they're healthy. Now, but you do, to, do you look at the Nets and say to yourself, no. boy, that, that's a top eight team in the Eastern no, Conference. I think so that's if a you're team not that's going to struggle to get into the playoffs. All right, so if you're, if you're struggling and you're fighting and you're doing everything you can to get into the postseason, you're not afforded the luxury of of punting on a game. You're not. No, you're not. They did, and I'm not saying that's the only reason why this thing has gone sideways, but this thing has gone sideways. I mean, you had the Clippers debacle. That was amazing. <laughs> Finished on a 22-0 run. Uh, I mean, I never heard of such a thing. They led by 11 points with five minutes to go and lost by double digits. But it's one of the bigger problems with the NBA that they're trying to fix. I mean, they have the whole, I mean, the 65-game thing now to qualify, the, qualify for the awards. They're right. trying to do the in-season tournament, like... They're trying to find a way to make the fans believe that the regular season is important. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter because the players don't really make it feel like it matters. Right. But, which if, is the if there's of a team that's fighting for playoff contention and a playoff berth that punts on a regular season game, then how much does the regular season really honestly matter? Right. But it's one of the reasons why me, personally as a Knicks fan, love this team. Because they the show team, up every single uh, game. They don't take the regular season for granted. They're going to fight for every single win to put themselves in the best spot going into the playoffs to have success. That's right. So where are we in the Eastern Conference? So, by the way, Embiid, we talked about this hours and hours ago. Embiid goes for 70 last night. 70, 18, and 5. He becomes, I think I heard this, the ninth player to ever score 70 points in a game? Yeah. That's amazing. It is. I mean, what what well, a he's night amazing. for him. He, re- he really is phenomenal. The only concern I... I 
potentially have with him is that he gets hurt. He gets hurt often. But as far as what he brings to the table every day, he's awesome. Yeah, I've got no injury concerns about him. I mean, he's he's one of the best. By, by the way, how about this? Philadelphia has basically caught Milwaukee now. Mm-hmm. Philly's 29 and 13, Milwaukee's 30 and 13. So that could have an impact on the Knicks. Yeah, well, again, like it's still a lot of there's still oh, a lot plenty, of season. plenty of basketball. Still a deadline we got to get through. See what the Knicks going to do what if they're going to add a piece or pieces. Right? I mean, there's they're not done. No. I don't think they'll make the big move now, no, but, I I, but I'm sure they'll, they'll make a move before the deadline. Right. You get Fournier's contract sitting there. They're talking about shopping Grimes. Bruce Brown is actively talking about how he, he'd, he'd love, love to, to, he'd be love to play for Tibbs in the Knicks, yeah. Seeing reports now, I mean, Jordan Clarkson's name being mentioned, but you listen, I mean, you lost. OG fits great, and he's been he's been the you know, exactly what that starting five needed. It's made Jalen Brunson better. I mean, you see his assists are up. Like the whole thing works perfectly, but you did. I mean, you lost a couple of playmakers, specifically IQ coming off the bench in that production. That you got to find a way to replace. Yeah, and he's the guy that could give you any any given especially night. If you're 15 make to a 20 run, points. Man. Like especially if you're going to make a run, like you got this, this team is proving to people that especially this this starting five, this is a good team. Yes, and we want to give them every opportunity to go have success, maybe surprise people, win a second round matchup. But like to have to have Jalen Brunson. Especially the way he plays, the how physical he plays. Mm-hmm. Like try to carry this much of the load for the rest of the season and then be at his best. In too the much. Season, it's too much. Too much. I mean, you still have what thirty-seven something games left, and then you have to wind up at a good spot to have him fresh and healthy and ready to play for the postseason. So you're asking a lot of him, right? And it, uh, listen, you know, I mean, you watch teams how they defend him now. Like even how he how he plays defense, how willing he is to take a charge. Like he's, I mean, this guy is, and he's not a big guy. And you saw what happened to him last year when he got nicked up. Him and Randall at the same time. Like, it even goes to a new level. Like, him in the playoffs, too, goes to an, it has to go to another level if we want to get to where we want to get to. That's right. Uh, you mentioned Hartenstein. Here's the update from the coach. Sore uh, left foot. And then we'll see where he is tomorrow. Did he practice? No. He did not? No. Did he do anything on the course? No, just watch film. All right, so. These guys don't even need practice, though, at this point. Probably not. No. But what does that do for him? Uh, at this point? Yeah. No. Nah. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I used to just, like, I would be, if they told me I could just spend the entire season doing, like, a 30-minute goalie skate for the whole season and just play games, right. I'll take it. I'm, I'm sure the tips practice is, is a lot, though. Uh, well, I think he's probably, I mean, I, I would depend on the team, too. I think he's probably at the point now where he's kind of adapted a little bit. Yeah, probably so. Uh, so, Easter Conference, and it's ever-changing. Knicks have played well of late. They've won three in a row. You know, Cleveland has won eight games in a row. Yep. Uh, they're 26-15 and 15 are the Cavaliers. Knicks are the five spot at twenty six and seventeen. He'd have lost three straight. They're twenty four and nineteen. Pacers uh, are a play in team right now. They'd have to be in that little play in tournament. They're twenty four and nineteen. But listen, I, I think things are good. I think they'll get in. I think they'll be one of the first six. But you're not you're not in a position where you don't have to worry about these games. Like these are still very impactful, meaningful games. Right. You want. I mean, you want to put yourself in a spot where. I mean, let's just say, for example, Philadelphia does come, catch Milwaukee. And now you finish in that four or five. You take care of your business with Cleveland, and now you get a chance to see. Um, you get a chance to see uh, who would that put you in? If you're four or five, you're still going to go up against Boston. No, no, you know. Yeah, you're four or five. Four or five, you're going to see Boston. You're yeah. going to see Boston. So, so either way, you're going to have to try to get yourself into that into into a spot where you're at that level. I just don't know if that's possible this this season with this deadline. At, at what level though? In the top three, you're not going to be top no, three. No, just to team. compete. Like I think you could compete with Philadelphia. I think you could in a, in a best of seven. You say, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. 
I have a hard time like the Boston Milwaukee. That's going to be. A I, I agree with animal. that. So it really, I mean, unless you finish six, it doesn't really matter who finishes second and third, whatever order they'll play each other in in the second round. The thing is, if you're four or five, you're going to have Boston in the second round, and that's going to be really tough. Uh yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is again. I mean, you Boston is with Tatum, Brown, the additions of Porzingis. You bring in Drew Holiday. Like that's. That's a championship-ready team. That's a championship-ready team. They would be disappointed team. in Boston if they didn't come out of the East. I don't I think, think we're I at think, that point yet. I think there are three teams right now that would be disappointed if they don't win a championship. I think it's Boston. I think it's Milwaukee. I think it's Denver. I think everybody else, it's open season. Right? With the, I mean, well, they, that's only because you don't really necessarily trust Minnesota. I don't trust Minnesota. I don't trust Oklahoma City. I, I just I, Something about the Clippers, I'll never trust them. And I don't know well, if they'll be James healthy Harden, in the big yeah. spot. Phoenix, I don't. I, I mean, the big three with Phoenix are great, but I don't. I don't like their team outside of those three guys. No, I think you mentioned. That. I think the three teams that you mentioned are the teams, but I think at some point Boston's going to have to take that step. Uh yeah. I mean, Boston was in the Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and they laid an egg at home. Yeah, I mean, like NBA championship step. It's time for them, right? For this this current Celtics roster. Yeah, I mean, Tatum's one of the uh, one of the best players in the league. I mean, you added KP. Don't worry about him staying healthy. Holiday's obviously. a monster. Holiday's a great defensive player. I just don't. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they they don't go to the never conference know. finals. Well, it's because you never know. Uh, I guess that's fair. Like I mean, it's a long season, eighty-two games. By the time you get, you try to make your way all the way through the playoffs. How physical it is. Guys staying healthy. Does does this Knicks Nets do anything for you? Like is there? No, any... I expect to win the guy. No, no, no. But I'm saying like, is, is so. Three years ago, this would have been like, okay, big game, you know, make some noise, Nick. This is a, at least for me, and you can give your take on it as well, it's a it's a game. I want to win it. The fact that it's Brooklyn means nothing for me. Uh, no, I don't think the the whole Brooklyn thing means anything to me either. I just think it's a, you're playing a team that's struggling right now, so take care of business. Right, right, right. No, I agree with that's that. But I'm just saying, like, there's no extra no. juice. There's no, you're, you know, you're going down to Brooklyn and you can beat. I don't, I, and maybe there are some people that do. I don't care whatsoever. Yeah, I don't. Uh, why, you'd have to tell me why. Someone I think, would have to call me and tell me why. They I think juice. Brooklyn people probably care. Yeah, well, because they're the I mean, little brother. Right, right. But, I mean, I don't. I could understand before where it was like you're going up against Kyrie and KD who said no to us. Right. So I understand that, but now no. Ray, you're going to this game tonight, right? You're going to produce... Uh, That's correct. On the scene, at the scene? On the scene. Is is there any juice in that building more so for the Knicks? I mean, the Nets fans probably don't like the Knicks, right? Yeah, but I feel like there's more Knicks fans in that building when, when the Knicks play there. And so that, you and you expect it to be a, a Knicks Nets, home game. And that was when the Nets were good. It would be like fifty fifty. So yeah, I expect Nick fans to be to be prevalent in there. Does this is there any juice for you in this game or is this just a just another game? It's 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 more another game than than having extra juice in it. I feel that way. I, I feel like some of it has gone away since the Nets don't have that superstar anymore. There's no sexiness with the Nets anymore. No. No. That KD was kind of like the only reason like to feel a way about the game because the Knicks hadn't beaten the team with KD for so long. Or Kyrie, you could add Kyrie to that mix yeah, too. Yeah, so Kyrie beat us again this year. He did. Yeah, he went crazy in that. He, he made, <laughs> didn't he, have Luca. He went he nuts. He made us look awful. Made right. us look awful. Hardo so, had a hell of a game. He's too. one of the most uh, that I've watched. The Kyrie, talent wise, skill wise, is one of the most. That's what makes it skilled. Well, players that's, that's I've ever what, seen. What great gifts, great handles. Yeah, but he's so frustrating. Gross. Yeah, but that's what makes him so frustrating. Is you're that good, and then you 
cause such havoc all the time off the court. I get it. Listen, I understand it. It's the reason why, I mean, with the chance to get KD, the Knicks were like, no, we're good. We don't need to take on and you know the what? headache. That was the right move. It turned out to be the right that, move. That was the right move. Because it did not work for Brooklyn, and it probably would have been worse with the Knicks. Yeah, right. And that's, again, revisionist history, though. A couple, I mean, you're talking about a couple injuries. They were taking care of business against Milwaukee. I get it. And then it's KD wearing a shoe that's a size too big. But did it work out? It did not uh, no, work out. No, it didn't out. work out. No. No, but that's just how, I mean, that's that's how fine the line is sometimes. But could you have imagined what would have happened here had Kyrie gone missing when he played for the Knicks? If, oh, if the same thing happened as a Nick as it did as in with the Nick, Nets, Nick sense would have, I mean, lost their and then mind. with the Harden stuff, forget it. Lost their minds. So go to Dave in the car. Say good morning. Hey, Dave, you're next up on ninety eight seven. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I was listening to uh, the comments you were making earlier when uh, I believe uh, uh, one of the uh, former players, who I think, is on ESPN, was talking about Purdy. Um, I think it was Ryan Clark. I think a lot of that. To. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, I kind of, and maybe, and I, I guess the question I'm going to ask is, you can't help but feel that football fans, sports fans are going to look at someone like Purdy, the last guy drafted, and you see the team that's around him, and you know that the quarterback position is going to garner the most attention, also the most money uh, is being paid to a player in, in, in the National Football League. And... You know, there's an element of, of envy there. Um, and it, for a while, when they were mentioning him in the MVP conversation, I think there were a lot of, am I wrong? Did anyone feel that there were a lot of, a lot of that conversation was like, why are you putting Purdy in there? Like, what quarterback would not be successful with the Niners oh, now? That's really the unfair. D- Dave, so you're saying you could take any quarterback, drop him into San Francisco, and he'd be... Yeah, but the, he'd be but, uh, no, 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 I didn't right, say... But- but, I, I, but Dave, I'm not saying, let me let me finish. No, no, I'm gonna let let you me finish. finish. I'm I didn't gonna say let, any Dave, quarterback. Dave, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. Dave, ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Though, but why should Brock okay. Purdy be punished for the situation that he's getting put into? That's why they call people fans. They're fanatics. Like you look at the situation and you're gonna go watch when he gets paid. What people say, he's gonna get paid a boatload of money, maybe more money than some of the top quarterbacks in the league right now. And people are gonna be like. Jesus Christ, this guy's getting paid so much money. His team is loaded. What quarterback cannot be successful in that system? I'm, I'm not agreeing. What I'm saying to you is not something I'm behind. What I'm saying is that's the outlook people are going to have. Look, the Buffalo Bills court, uh, kicker had to shut all his social media down because people are threatening his life. I know it doesn't make sense, but you've got to understand that he, he's going to be looked at that looked like. He, he, David, people, David's all, he, I, I got to go because he's all over the place. Is Purdy is he defending? It, I think he was defending Purdy. I think he's he's saying That's he, a does, different conversation he doesn't agree entirely. with this point, but that it's, yeah. But Ryan Clark is not a fan, though. He's not a fanatic. Uh, listen, I, now, I don't. Let me, let me tell you. Dave, this. Dave basically said, at least that's the way I heard it. Any quarterback could could take over of San no, Francisco and have success. I don't think that was his point, though. I think that's what he was saying that people think. Okay, and he didn't necessarily agree with it. I don't think that Brock Purdy should be punished for the situation that he's being put into. Now, time will tell, right? Like just like you know, Jared Goff. Oh, he was a first overall pick, which is different, but still, team that you know Sean McVay feels like was talented enough to win a Super Bowl. They got to the Super Bowl, but didn't feel like Jared Goff was good enough to get them over the top, so they went and got Matt Stafford. Right, so Brock Purdy's going to have his opportunity. Is he good enough to win this very talented team a we're Super gonna, Bowl? We're going to find out. And if he's not, and now all of a sudden you have to pay him, and you're going to start losing some of the pieces around him, he's right. going to be asked to do, like his job is going to get harder. 
He's going to be asked to elevate some, you know, some of the guys around him. Absolutely. But I'll tell you this: as a player, I could understand having this take as a player. Like if Ryan Clark was now talking, like if part of his take was kind of like as you know how players sometimes look at things. Like a player, like I could see myself if you know there was a goalie that was having a great season, I could have some you know I could be petty and be like, yeah, we know why he's. Look at his defense. Look at his team. But but you can't blame Brock Purdy. No, but I could feel a way about. I mean, anybody can have their goalie. opinion. But this idea that any quarterback could wind up in San Francisco and have maximum success, I I think is just silly. Well, I think there's different. Probably, I mean, there's different levels to the success. And let's too. see what he does now. Yeah, right. We're right. going to see. I mean, it wasn't. Listen, game one against was not good. Not good. Got got the win. Let's see what he does against Detroit. Let's see. listen. He could be matched up with one of either Mahomes or Lamar Jackson in the next round. And if he wins, he will be matched He'll up. He'll have his opportunity. Of, so he's going to have his chance to prove how good he is. Right. But I think when you have, I mean, when he has the kind of season he had, like, there's a re- this is why he's in the MVP conversation. He's had a great year. You, n- nobody can deny that he's had a great year. No. But how you want to frame that year is up to you. Oh, that's fine. RJ, how you doing? Pretty good. Good. RJ, what do you think Brock Purdy is? I think he is somewhere between the... Hmm. 7th or 8th and 12, let's say 7th to 13th ranked quarterback in the NFL. I think that's fair. Is there a sense of urgency to win now, though, knowing that at some point you're going to have to pay him and maybe he's not going to be worth the money? That's possible. My entire outlook on this team would change if they had to pay him $46 million a year. Everything changes. Everything changes. That's why there's urgency for here and now and... I guess next season, but this is not a young team. RJ, you take a Super Bowl title right now, win the next two games, eight and nine next year. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd win. You punt on next season. Yeah, I'll win three games next year. You don't care. I, you, you need this right now, don't you? Yes. Yes. I don't think the window's closing, but they're going to have to... Re- they're a year or two away from having to slowly start to reinvent themselves. Kind of like what Buff- like Buffalo's doing right now. Like they bring in James Cook, Dalton Kincaid. I don't know if Steph Diggs is back. They've kind of remade the offensive line, and Josh Allen's cap hit kicks in next year. Like it's gonna, you know, it's gonna start to change for Buffalo. Forty-seven million next year for Josh Allen. Ah, uh, yeah, he went from eighteen six this year to forty-seven. And how That's many? Big how many good players is that off your roster? It's a lot. I, I know the cap at, goes at, up. At least five. Like, I know the cap goes up, but those are, yeah, that's, that's a, I mean, that Von Miller contract for them is horrifying right now. Mm-hmm. He's useless. Yeah, he did not have a great season. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely useless. Uh, RJ? Yes. Are you ready for stuff you missed? I really am. Then Raymond, no. fire it up. See ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The sh- you missed. Oh, the bleep you missed. Uh, you guys talked about Nick Snats. That's tonight. 98.7 ESPN. You didn't miss it yet. ESPN New York app. Mark it on the calendar. You could be there on the radio if you can't be there on uh, in person. Maybe you can hang out with Ray. I saw a listener found Ray at the garden the other day. Tweeted a picture. Ray, man of the people, celebrity. Ray's going to have a stalker at some point. That's my... Uh, Apparently that's a Gunna? bad thing, though, people tell Gunna? me. That's my... Well, you already have stalkers? You have a stalker? <laughs> I mean, Ooh, he has a secret sort of life we don't know about. Wait, He has a secret you life have a we don't stalker? know about. I don't have a like specific stalker. You have multiple stalkers. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into this. Wait, I'd you like want to. My, you want my baton? Maybe. Wait, Maybe. you you have somebody that follows you around and stalks you? No, no, not specifically. At least that I that I know about. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to know more about. This. I would too. That's <laughs> not. A to- I'd like to know more about you. That's not a total denial. No, he's got he's got the second life that we don't know about. 
The half-bedroom life. Yeah, that's yes. right. With appliance. That's like a portal to a different Raymond. Huh. Because because of you guys, people sort of know where I live. Oh, so stop we be it. Stop it. There's so many. There's a ton of apartment buildings. Jersey's a big there. state, right? Yeah. So that the half bedroom is for Andres. <laughs> Andres. <laughs> That's where he thrives. That's where you he have thrives. a race car bed in that half bedroom? Why do you have a race car bed? Well, I don't know. I was thinking more like yeah, handcuffs and stuff. Oh. That, that says a lot. I don't know. <laughs> 50 shades of grayish. Oh, really? 50, you know what it is? It's 50 shades of cowboys in there. That's <laughs> probably what it is. That's he's exactly what it jersey. is. Jersey. He's got a uh, shrine to Jerry Jones in there. <laughs> 50 shades of Ray. Oh, let's see what you did. There. You see how proud he was when he said that. Yeah, that was very clever. Uh, you guys mentioned Joel Embiid dropped seventy, breaks Wilt Sixers record for a single game was sixty eight. Now at seventy, first player in NBA history with seventy, fifteen boards and five assists in a single game. Kind of stinks to be Carl Anthony Towns last night. He goes for sixty two, doesn't get the shine because Joel Embiid had seventy, and his team lost, and his team lost, and his coach was disgusted by them. Yeah, he did- had forty four in the first half. Did Lost we know three. this? I have. I've, uh, we might have known this. I don't even know. We probably did. Eagles have fired Brian Johnson. I was getting to that. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I, I we did not. We're in the midst across. of. Just so you know, we're in the midst of stuff you missed, and yet, like you decide you want to dive bomb the segment. That's okay. Like it's but unbelievable. It, it's it's a good it's, piece of information that he probably has. But I didn't know that he had. Well, it. you see this little button right here. Yeah. This one right here. Yeah. This is you go. RJ. Right. Do you have this uh, information on the Eagles? And you say. Yep, he's, no, no, because in the midst of stuff, he's missed. in the midst of talking. And last time someone talked to me when I was in the midst of talking, I killed Magic Johnson. So I'm not going to do that to RJ. <laughs> That's fair. And I thought I could bring this to his attention. So and, what you're saying to me, let me yeah, get this straight, yeah. is that you can you can handle all three of those screens, <laughs> right. text messaging, uh-huh. and watching tennis. Yeah. But God if nobody had any idea yeah. that Magic was going to die. Yeah. You yeah, can't whisper we, in RJ's we, ear. We're headed to a dark place. Um, as, as Dave mentioned... Brian Johnson, offensive coordinator of the Eagles, out. So they're doing a total staff overhaul. Because you might remember, Sean Desai, who was a defensive coordinator, he's, he's out. out. Matt Patricia, who was an offensive coordinator, then became a defensive coordinator, <laughs> he's also out. I'll tell you what, though. Like, you know, like, there's and the Giants are going through this now. We'll see what happens with Kafka. Like, that is the, the shining example of what you don't want to have happen if you lose... Your court, like what could happen if you lose your coordinator? Where it just tumbles to this, <laughs> yeah. Like defense, a mess, right? Offense well, again, and Steichen were there yeah. two guys, right? Yeah. Who have both proved to be pretty good coaches, yeah. yeah. How many? How many guys have ever been a head coach, offensive and defensive coordinator? I like that's one of those rhetorical questions. I don't expect you to know the answer. I, anyone? Is it possible? Well, I think there's a lot. I think there's some guys that will work on both sides of the ball. Matt Patricia has hit the trifecta. Matt Patricia fired can, from all three. Can we say that he just stinks? Um, Ooh. I don't know. I think we're probably creeping up on yeah. that. I mean, he ha- he wasn't a good head coach. He was not a good head coach, no. The only success he's ever really had was under the shadow of Bill Belichick. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, by the way, Nick Well, how Siri- many guys, I mean, how many coaches outside of Bill Belichick from that tree have not, had success as head coaches? Those not trees have, have died. So. Jan, Jan Sinner beat Rublev, by the way. I was going to bring that up. No. Uh, Again, I'm going to say nothing. For you know, just to continue ahead. to interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, Nick Sirianni, by the way, and Howie Roseman have a scheduled news conference for tomorrow. Where it's expected Sirianni will be back, and they'll talk about all the guys they fired. So look not a great good. look for Sirianni, though. No, not really. They were ten and one, by the way. They were ten and one. <laughs> uh, Brian Callahan is your next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. He's the former OC of the Cincinnati Bengals. Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator of the Rams, going for a second interview with the Falcons, Panthers, Commanders, and Seahawks. He's got a lot of second interviews planned, huh? He certainly does. Speak of the Commanders, former head coach Ron Rivera interviewing with the 
Philadelphia Eagles for their now vacant defensive coordinator job. He doesn't want like a year off. I guess not. Clearly not. He'll never be a head coach again, I wouldn't think. No. How old do you think Ron Rivera is? He's going to be in his 66. 60s, right? Yeah. 66? Wow. He is 62. Huh. I was wrong. He aged him. So you don't think he's aged him? He's been Wouldn't you want like a year off? No? I don't know. Just take a year, like just to, he's made a ton of money, I'm sure. Is he well now? Didn't, wasn't he sick for a while? Why is that a bad question? I don't, because I, I don't, how am I going to answer that question? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe you knew. I'm going to text him. You have his information? <laughs> yeah, book him on the show. Tell him not to t- how do you take feel? the Eagles job. I mean, how are you feeling? Uh, Carolina Panthers have promoted uh, the former linebacker, Dan Morgan, to president and GM. So he's running the whole thing. That's, that's the guy from the University of Miami, Dan Morgan? Also from the Carolina Panthers for years, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, 49ers say Debo does not have a left shoulder fracture. Should help his cause of playing on <laughs> Sunday. The sexy Lions that Dave is rooting for because he hates me. They've signed Zach Ertz, tight end. Can he play? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. They're expecting him to play. He's going to replace uh, Brock Wright, who had a forearm injury this past weekend. He had a big play in that game, too. Yeah, that third down play. Yeah. Uh, a little baseball. Yankees giving Luke Weaver, pitcher, $2 million. Could get up to a two-year deal for a little over $8 million. Dodgers and former Yankee James Paxton closing in on a one-year deal. Expected to be worth 11 or $12 million. If the Dodgers wrap that deal up, by the way, with Paxton, they will likely move ahead of the Mets for the payroll leader. So you got that. You want yeah, the first? A lot of our money. It's amazing money. that the Mets are still the payroll leader. Though. <laughs> it's dead money. Uh, this is for tax reasons, not expected yeah. for this coming year. Uh, Aroldis Chapman, the Pirates, one year, ten million dollar deal. So he'll be nice trade bait, I assume, at the deadline. A uh, little. little where, where did he sign? Pirates. Pirates. Okay. What do you think I said? I didn't. Arr. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, That's no, why I was clarifying. Novak Djokovic hangs on. He's on to the Aussie semis for the eleventh time. Held, uh, holds off Taylor Fritz. Almost four hours that match. One all uh, ten semis that he's uh, he's played in at uh, Melbourne Park. Ten so finals. he's been in the semifinals of the Australian ten times. This will be eleventh, and every time he's won his semifinal match. I don't know if that's and you're true. confusing oh. him. Yeah, I don't know. If, I, I, thought I, don't, I thought only you. No, I thought that's what yeah, he just yeah, said. He's won all ten semis. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, but when you say when you ask, you understand when you ask questions like that, you put us in real tough spots. I thought that's what he said. Well, I was just confirming. Well, it. then you reframe the question, yes. which confuses me, <laughs> and then you have us confused. <laughs> like something cha- you, you're basically yes. saying what I just said back to me, but you you make me reread everything. You confuse the hell out of us. I wasn't meant to do that. I was just like I was making a Did point. You, like, his head almost exploded. That's what. Like think about that. He's been to the semis ten times and he's won every single semifinal match. Uh, on the other side, also... I've never lost the semi. Also onto the semis, Coco Golf. Yep. Uh, LeBron James out tonight, sore ankle for the big Laper, Lakers Clippers showdown. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, hat trick. Hat-trick, yeah. And overtime, Devils come back. They beat the Golden Knights and uh, sadly uh, end on an, an unfortunate note that we hope turns around. Uh, Cubs great Ryan Sandberg, uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer, has already started treatment, so uh, we wish him well. And that's it, huh? That's the stuff you missed. You really ended that on. We've got there. Islanders uh, nights tonight. I feel like it's got to be out there. That's big news. Islanders big Golden news. Nights tonight. So you catch them at a good night after they played last night. Then I have to travel Take all advantage. the way from west to east. Patty Waugh. Patty Waugh's second game. Yeah. Let's go. Some excitement there Did at you UBS, see, huh? God, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see Matt Barzell at all talking about... Uh, no. He's like... He, he framed it as like, this is not a shot at Lane, but... But I've never been more excited yes. to hear somebody <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Oh, great. Not a shot at the former head coach. Well, but, but like your best, I mean, your best player likes it. I mean, it's good. Well, yeah, and he's and plus certainly got kinda, some, some fire. This is all. I mean, you got to remember who Lou moved on from to hire Lane. He moved on from Barry Trotz well, to hire Lane awesome. Lambert. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Rangers Islanders haven't played yet this year, right? That's correct. That's correct. Hmm. That's gonna be feisty. Well, gonna, what do you want to bet on it? Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna smash you right in the face. You won't smash nothing. Oh yeah. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I believe. Well, is it potential or not? Because I'm not going to take out my notebook if it's. If it's well, not hang be on a second now. I believe. Yelling. I'm taking it out. And you can confirm this. If you have that kind of information, I'd have to look this up. That Jan Sinner plays Novak Djokovic in the next round of the Australian Open. Is that right? Are we going with the Sinner's going to upset? Uh, is that what we're doing? Yep. Ugh. That's not a hot take? No, that's a hot take. I don't understand why that you want that to be your hot take. Because I believe that's going to happen. Okay. I believe Jan Sinner is playing some phenomenal tennis. I'm going to take Sinner to upset upset Djokovic in the, in the semifinals. How do I we spell? Write, we writing that down? How do I spell upset? Upset, U P S E T. Okay, that's not what he said. That's not what you said, but upset. Right, Sinner me... over Djokovic. Let me find the page. And then later tonight is Hercotch against Medvedev, and then uh, Alcaraz. I don't know who he plays in his next matchup. All right. So the last the last hot takes were on January eighth. Yeah, well, give me a, a like a, a hot take recap, would you? Where, okay. Where so are last we? so last hot takes were uh, Giants will draft JJ McCarthy. Okay. And that Wink will be the DC of the Rams. All right. Well, Wink is out. And Raheem yes. Morris is interviewing all over the place. Right. So that doesn't look horrendous. Doesn't look horrendous. What, what else you got on that little uh, sheet? Um, do you want me? Do you want the bad ones? Well, yeah. I want. I want. Like, give me the. I give me what you have down there. Well, like, got, give me I mean, the good and the bad. Pages and pages. Here. Okay. So give me the good and the bad. I don't. I think it's fair. Got all our. I got all our picks. Currently tied for first, by the way. If anyone was wondering. Um. Ooh, that's a good one. What Eagles will not win a playoff game. Uh huh. That hit tremendously. That's a real, 
Uh, this is not a great one. Uh, uh, Dabo Sweeney to Texas A&M. To Texas A&M? Yeah, that's what you had. I didn't say to Alabama. No, Texas A&M. That's weird. Um, Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. Well, that's going to happen. It was a hot take. Yep. Uh, Harbaugh will leave for the Chargers, you said. Okay. When Do you have a date of that? That was on November 3rd. Okay. It doesn't look, doesn't look terrible. No, that's a good one. I think that's actually going to hit. Because <laughs> the Bears decided to go I mean, back, so, so back of these hot fools. takes... Half of them have real have yeah. real legs. Uh, you had, I mean, you and you and Santi both had a tough time with the whole uh, Will Levis hot take. Yeah, your Paris Campbell <laughs> 60, was not great. Sixty five plus receptions and twelve hundred yards. Not, yeah, no, not great. No, not great. That's, I mean, that's okay. a pretty good hit rate, though. I mean, I had the 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 most famous one. Degrom would leave that was the a Mets. Good one. That was that kind was of a, the your foray into the hot take. That's right. Yeah, my dipping my toe into the water of the hot take. Which gave you instant credibility, by the way. I think so. So now I think people really actually take your hot takes pretty seriously. I think so. I hope so. So in saying all that, you're standing by the uh, will upset Djokovic. That's right. Okay. I'd like you to write that down. And that, that is the matchup. I'm looking right now. Well, I would hope so. You just made it a hot Sinner, take. Djokovic. Uh, Herkoc plays Medvedev, and then Zverev plays Alcaraz. So we'll keep an eye. There's six, team, six guys now remaining on the, uh, the men's side of things. You know, I find we have a Superbox Bonanza giveaway in a couple moments. I don't know if you guys will agree with this. I, and I know he seems like a likable guy. This whole Jason Kelsey thing, I think, is kind of a bit annoying. What do you think? See, I love when you ask me questions. You can see. We're in the same room. Yeah, right. And you see me writing down the hot take that you just asked me to write down. Mm-hmm. And you decide that this is the time. Like, let's ask Rick a question now. Okay, sorry. Forget about it. Oh, RJ, I'm in, I'm no, 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 the no, 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 no. Clearly not. Because it's more important for you to write down the hot take than it is for you to pay attention to me. You asked me to write it down. I don't need to be your hot take keeper. You are the hot your take scribe. keeper. I find What's the person in the, in the that does the stenographer? The stenographer. Yeah. I I find if if you're working, go ahead. I'm I'll, done. I'll post I closed, it to the guys. I close the hot take book. I find this whole Jason Kelsey thing to be a tad bit annoying. I like it. I like you, it. You like it because you like him. If you found him to be annoying, you would detest all the crap. Right, but he's I don't doing. find him to be annoying. But I think he's jumped he's got, like, the shark. Time. And, I mean, I got to watch you at, at, in Buffalo with no shirt on and jumping out of the, the the suite and you know picking up little girls to hold up to Taylor Swift. I mean, it's 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 annoying. I also think he's no dummy. Well, I don't think he's a dummy. Like I think he's taken advantage of. It. If this is just think about this, like as a as a businessman in this spot. So you're there. I mean, you're there to to root on your brother, which is great, right? So gotta, I mean, which I have zero issue with. No, right. So he's there. He's got his wife there with him. Taylor Swift, all of it. But he's also, this could be it. He could reti- re, uh, be retiring. Right? He's already been, you no know, sexiest man alive. Podcast is doing great. Right. What better way to get, like, how many people are watching that game? Especially because Taylor oh, Swift I, is I there. Mean, what, 40 million people right. watch that game? So now it's more about him with his shirt off acting a fool than it really was about Taylor I mean, Swift being guys, in the suite. You guys drinking beer like it's going out of style. Right. It's just like he's playing Who's to, that this, guy? to this oh, image. That's, that's Jason Kelsey. What does he do? Well, he plays for the Eagles, but he also has this podcast. It's good for right, his so, brand. So if you want to say it's good for self-promotion, I'm not going to argue that. Well, I, it's the reason why. I, I find it to be somewhat annoying. Why else do you do that? I don't know. Attention. Okay. Attention. Like, in, in, in theory, I mean, this is really, this is this is his brother's moment. It's his game. You've already been eliminated. Right. Like, should you just sit there? In theory, just sit there. I mean, sit like, there in the suite, put on a shirt. Not try to take the shine. Watch the game and enjoy the contest. I'm not arguing that, but I mean, my God, he's going to be jumping out of the stands and, you know, drinking. I think it was, uh, RJ, you think I'm wrong? I think it was a little, there was some self-promotion in that. RJ, do you agree with me that you find it a little bit annoying? Mm, no, I, I could do it for one week. 
If I were to see it again, I'd well, be annoyed. What do you mean if you're going to see it again? No, 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 but I don't think he'll be I don't think he'll be shirtless chugging beers next week. Why not? I think he I think he knew his his audience. He played to the crowd. That's where you that's where you will be embraced. You want to be a a, a visiting player, not even playing in the game? You want to be embraced by Buffalo fans? Go do the bowling ball shots, you know, out in dry five, things like that. Be in the be shirtless chugging blue light. In that, hindsight, I'm kind of disappointed he didn't put anybody through a table. That he was he was like he went down the checklist of things you do before Bills games, which is kind of his thing too, which has made him successful, and right? For, and and, and to, why people in Philly love him too, and why Rick always says it felt genuine. It felt like that's who he is. Yeah, it does to feel the like point that's where who his he wife, is. I guess, was like, "Get back up in the suite now. Stop jumping back." She reprimanded you, him a little did bit. Did you see how proud she looked in the in the photo? Yeah, like initially, but the, then the see what people didn't. I'm not sure how many people saw this. Um, I think you guys did too. But you see what he was doing though. Why he kept jumping out. Well, he was holding up little girls to, to, meet, to meet Taylor to, Swift. To wave to Taylor right. Swift. Did you see, by the way, this was unbelievable. So this is all iced over. He's leaping from the from the suite onto the He's bench. He's a sick athlete. That's insane. That's, that's a sick risk. athlete. That's a risk with all the ice and everything. Isn't care. it though? He's retiring. He's retiring. You're right. It's yeah, still, but, it, but it would still, still. It would still hurt. Dude, if I'm you, telling if you right fell. now. <laughs> RJ's 100% right. Like going through the checklist of things to do to in, in, endear yourself to that whole group of people. Right. Like for his, Like for him moving forward. As far as whatever he wants to do on TV, whatever he wants to do with this podcast, like that was how many people saw it, how many people are talking about it. I mean, he's a very likable guy, and this was really like the first time I was like, ugh, enough of this guy already. Well, you've like, seen a lot of them. It's not your moment. It's not his moment. Well, but I mean, I think in general, though, like even like there was the Michelle Tafoya report that, you know, that his brother is could thinking be about retiring. Right. So it's good for their brand. Look, all the people that, that had look at how much ba- money, bad things much- to say about Taylor Swift, the, the, the same things apply to Jason Kelsey there. So like, if, you, if you're complaining about one, you got to complain about Yeah, it. but I can understand it. Travis, like the whole like notion that this was like, I've heard so many people like, you know, this, was, this is a whole uh, arranged thing for publicity. Taylor Swift does not need the publicity of Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey will benefit more than Taylor Swift will. And you want to tell me, well, the NFL audience and everything else. Like, look at the well, numbers. She doesn't that, need any look at the numbers that Taylor Swift's tour just did. But she's she's also she's done nothing wrong. Nothing. Like she's she's there. No, having neither fun. of them. No, but I'm neither saying, of like, them did anything not, wrong. But I'm saying, if you're in that spot, because I think you're right. Like, if I'm going to that game, it's not my moment. We lost. This is Travis's time. Whatever. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to watch. I'll support my brother. But you also got to recognize too is that him and his brother are the business also. And when you start to see how much money is being paid for these podcasts, it's only going to benefit like by him being as lovable and as out there as possible. So this is this is all a master plan of how to increase his notoriety. I think think it's who he is. I think he played to the crowd. I think he went in there with the intention of like you don't just all of a sudden willy nilly to be decided like hey I'm going to go to this certain spot do shots out of bowling balls and everything else. All of the stuff is extra, but it doesn't seem phony. It seems like that's I agree with that. I'm not I'm not saying he's phony. I'm just saying like I've had enough. It's smart, man. I I feel like I've had enough. This guy has put himself in a like an unbelievable just spot. Go, go in, go to your podcast. I think he's. I think they're entertaining. Podcast is good too. Uh, I'm sure it is. It is. It, what him and his brother, right? It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. I think they're both interesting. I think they have a lot of good things to say. I think they're well spoken. I think it's. I think it'll be very good. Uh, continue to be very good. I just. I'm done. Right. Well, you. I mean, you know, you rip your shirt off. Like it's one thing to like how they do. I mean, you've seen it plenty of times where you know, camera comes to you, shotgun a beer. Hey, crowd goes crazy. Great. That's another thing to rip. They just yeah. rip you, rip your shirt off. Yeah, like it was a spectacle. You want some attention? But people will destroy Taylor Swift for doing nothing, and they think he's a wonderful story. Yeah, which is, I mean, <laughs> but it's almost like, but seriously, it's almost like your stupid Super Bowl take. What do you mean? Like the people that get like frustrated that they're showing Taylor Swift in the, in the in the suite, are like you not liking the, the halftime show. 
Ugh. Like it's taking away from the actual football. I hate the halftime show. Well, it's all it's doing, I, I don't need a 30-minute halftime. I, I don't need children running yeah, onto the it's, field. It's I don't want any of it. It's business, though. You're bringing it a I'm not arguing audience. that. I am not interested like, in my, watching a stupid halftime Dave show. Dave is anti-children. You heard it here. Yeah, like I got my niece like, hey, you watching the game? I'm like, well, you're watching the game? She's like, yeah. Of course. Taylor Swift's Taylor Swift like, is there. I got to watch right. the game. Dave is like that Michael Jordan meme. You don't love the kids. I just I don't care. I'll take care of Ben and Alex whenever you need me. I I don't care. I just want to watch football. But it's not. But it's not. It takes away from me. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. If I made a thirty-minute halftime. Oh God! All right, I got to read ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five this year. Each qualifier is going to take home a twenty-five-dollar Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of ten Superboxes with prizes including a big-screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. Just be caller number. Let's go with call number seven. Seven. Right now, 888-987-ESPN to select the box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in quarters one and three. Thousand dollars at the half. Long halftime, by the way, because you know why. Uh, and a final score of $2,000 payout. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. We come back, we get to your calls, we melange, and we do three stars on 98.7 ESPN. There's never been a better time for football fans to bet the big game with BetMGM. Now, download the BetMGM app to get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of all football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? The BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features like live betting options, player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game from spectacular catches to game-winning drives. BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here and end zone excitement doesn't get bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of all sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem. Call 877-8-HOPE and wire text hope and to four six seven three six nine. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I enjoy the Superbox Bonanza. The fact that we give away great prizes to people. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. I mean, it's it's why I sometimes maybe give answers out. That I shouldn't. Well, I don't think get you should. RJ, where are we with the the giveaways on the super box? In terms of the big stuff that's still available, yeah, there's got to be some huge items still. Right? Would right you say there. my number hit the biggest? Yes. yes. Yours was a a PS5. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable. I got to tell that you, they what? would hide huge prizes behind so, thirty nine every every single year. Looking at, it, I'm seeing AirPods. Nice. That's nice. A 65-inch television, 4K. Wow. There's good stuff out there. Wait, so, so you hit the right number, and you win a 65-inch television? No. You hit the wrong number, and you get the TV. That's that's beautiful, though. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of question was that? You know, I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> I can sell cars. <laughs> you don't, no, you get the wrong number, and they, they give you the TV. I was, I was building the momentum. <laughs> You're a bad human being, you know that. Have you ever have you do you have a PS five? You have like any video games at your house? Yeah, oh yeah. You we ever have... try playing your kids at it? No, I can't compete with them. Distri- Milo's unbe- like he's like, play mad with me, Dad. No, they crush me. He's he's like he's exotic blitzing. Destroying. <laughs> 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 but the funny thing is, so I, I don't play because I just No, can't I don't play compete, at all. But I'll sit there and watch him play. Now you can play other like people that are online, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like your friends or even yep. just randoms. So I'm like, what are you doing? 
I'm like, you're totally screwing up this drive. <laughs> I was like, you need to work the clock and score at the end. He's like, Dad, it's Madden. You're coordinating. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I was like, and do you get the ball to start the second half? He's like, yeah. I was like, so then there you go. It's the Belichick special. Nice. I was like, score at the end. And yeah, it's, yeah I take everything seriously. I love it. Yeah, it's great. At least you're participating. Oh, yeah. Oh, I participate in everything. Yeah, yeah. No, he stomped me. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want well, to do this anymore. Well, of course he stomped you. But he just got it. Doesn't matter. He just got he, it for the, Christmas. The kids are amazing at this. They're amazing. <laughs> he's like, Fortnite? Did they play Fortnite No, yet? no, no. I, only, I got him only the uh, sports games. Okay. He's like, Dad, wait till you see this blitz. I was like, what blitz? Boom. Quarterback done. Really? <laughs> yes. He's like scheming things no, up He sets me. up like long seasons. And Unreal. He's, he's like acquiring play. I'm like, wait, you don't want that guy on your team. There's so many buttons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so many buttons. There's a lot of buttons on that controller. I know there are. I was like, which one jukes? He's like, that one. And of course it wasn't. It was only like, like lateral at back. Did he lie to you? Yeah, he lied to me. So he, oh wow. He's a deviant. He really is. He really is. Let's go to Chris and Kate May. Is this the guy I like, Raymond? Chris, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Chris, you're hey, the Cowboys I, I, fan, I, right? Yeah. I yeah, am. I like him. I'm going to tie this into what I was going to say. I really, I completely agree with you guys about Purdy. I think it's so unfair. It's not his fault that the talent's there, but he still has to go out and do it. And he does. In contrast to what I have, with a, is a guy who always has talent around him, and we end the season every year the same way. Um, you know, when we have to play somebody good. So I give him all the credit in the world, and it's also the reason. What I just said is also the reason. I th- I don't think there's any way in the world that the Cowboys can extend Prescott. They have to move on. The, the, that's not going to happen. To so what though? Well, well, okay. Let, I, you, you, you might think Cooper this is crazy too, but all right. No, no, no. The, um, the the quarterback gurus, right, the 49ers, they're the ones that are supposed to know everything about quarterbacks. Go back and look at the draft capital they gave up for Trey Lance. Okay, it was a lot. Now, Trey Lance sits for a year. He comes in. They, they make him the starter the next year. If I'm not mistaken, he got hurt in the first game. I, I think it was the first half of the first game. And that was that's the whole record on him as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, they see things in practice, I guess, but they also saw things – in him that made them go out and, and get you know give all that capital away to get him. Uh, I, I, I th- I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Then they reset the calorie, salary cap. They've got him for a couple more how, years how at a low price. That? I mean, l- listen, Chris. I, I don't. I don't love that. Yeah, but either. you have no idea what he is, though, Chris. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. crazy. Trey Tra- Lance has proven nothing. Did, did anybody Trey Lance have? Did anybody have? Nothing. Did anybody have any idea what Purdy was? But you had no choice but to go to Purdy. You had to go to Purdy. Right, but, but Chris, but Chris, but Chris, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Dak supporter. Yeah, but you just made my, I, I, you just made my point for me. I mean, yes. Yeah, so who has had who who had the chance to see Trey Lance in the offense and in Brock Purdy in the offense after giving up what they gave up to get Trey Lance? And we're like, no, we're good. That's a wild take, and he's usually very good. That's a horrendous. Well, because there's this, there's this idea that you know the way to win in the NFL is when you have a young quarterback making no money. Well, but Trey Lance might not be any good, right? Dak is good. Is Dak, Dak was in the MVP conversation. Is Dak good enough to win a Super Bowl? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I know that he's a good quarterback. Are, are, we, not, are we not recognizing, too, what the defense looked like in that game? We're the, just gonna, the defense right, was we're worse gonna, than we're, Dak. We're, we're going to act like, like Dak was, has been what's holding Dallas back. No, the, the, the organization is what holds itself back. Dak had a bad game, but they, even still, if the defense could just make one stop, they'd have a chance to win the game. It was game. wild how bad the just defense one. was in that game. They, just one stop. Yeah, or just don't let... The, don't let Green Bay just march all the way down he, the field for he can't get he can't get over it. No, it's killing him. How long do you think this lasts for, Raymond? Forever. Like I'm <laughs> this so is a tough down. one. I'm so down. This is as down I as do, I've I mean, ever he been. was so dejected. He went and bought like immediately bought that guy a uh, Jordan Love jersey. I know it's very nice. Like of him. to punish himself. I would have gone donuts. 
Well, the bet wasn't donuts. Well, you could have done both. No, he, he's talking. <laughs> he's talking about self-punishing. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Shut up. Let's go to Chris in the car. <laughs> Chris, good morning. You're hey guys, how you doing? I I uh, I know this is cliche, but I love the show. It used to be Michael K, my favorite. Now it's you guys. Huh? Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you. But uh, Dave, t- totally agree with Dave on the Jason Kelsey thing. The minute I saw. Jason Kelsey, it reminded me of my college roommate, Schnupp, who was a 300-pound hairy animal, who was a Bills fan. And uh, he was 20, not 36 or whatever. I, there's just something about, I don't care if it's for his business. That's a, I agree with Rick on that. That's great. But a 36-year-old man ripping his shirt off. And guzzling beers like a college kid—that's just a bad look. It's it's bad weird. It makes him relatable, though. It's weird. Yeah, but he's he's like you. But how many thirty-six-year-old men in Buffalo are doing that? I bet you it's, it's more than him. Lighting themselves on fire too. Yeah, and that's also weird. No, he fits right in. Is there, can you name? Try to, can you name a more likable NFL player right now? He's very likable. He, I agree with you. And this was the first time I was like, enough. I mean, more likable. I don't know. Mahomes is very likable. His brother's very likable, but he. But you're right. He's he's up yeah, there. But how many like how many centers in the NFL do you could you even do name? You have as much right. Have as much. He's one of the. He got voted one of the sexiest men on the planet. Like he's doing he's something immensely right. likable. I just think he it's, took advantage of a big time moment. It's it's enough. Well, did he do a little bit too much? Maybe. Yeah. But I don't. Think Am I going to have to deal with this again this week? No, no, no. You I don't think, think that so? was a one time shot? I hope so. All right, Raymond. Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. What do you want to do in the, in I know, the final? Be fun. Hour? What do you want to do in the final? Hour? No, let's not talk about Dave being the bad guy that he is. You talk about taking advantage of the moment. Dave is all in on this this Lions thing, and I. I'm I'm maintaining my stance on this. I think it makes you a bad guy to not be, it doesn't be all make on, me a RJ, bad guy. on RJ's lines because you 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 use the 49ers is what you did. You had a purpose for them, and then and then when that purpose no longer existed, you jumped off the band. You're right about that. Yeah, I, I feel a way about that. I just feel a way. Number two. I actually would like to apologize to you though because of the whole uh, the Venmo thing. Mm-hmm. So so here's the thing. I usually when people give me something, I I, I think right away Rick can attest to that because I did right away. Gift and baskets. When, and when I saw and when I saw the message, my intention was to thank right away. Uh-huh. Thank you and Cherry. And then I saw the Carpe Omnia and my <laughs> eyes went red. So, you know what? It is my fault. Uh, mea culpa. I'll, I'll take the... You know uh, what, Raymond? I accept your I'll apology. I'll take the fall, but, but there's reasons. Number okay. one. Uh, shout out to Rick for being the most mature guy in the room for about maybe an hour today because, you know, listen, it was, it was hit. we had a Cuddle Mary trash. It was Grasso. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Dave. I... That one. And, oh. we were, and we were doing so good. Yep. But then it was Rick. I'm not down on you at all. You are. I don't understand, honestly. You Rick climbs the rankings. <laughs> am, am I in the and, cellar now? And there it is. You are out of the cellar, Dave. There you go. And on that note, it's rule 76. No excuses to play like a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. I believe it's pronounced Carpe uh, Omnia on 9870 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.